Hi, this is Danielle Bergen, MLB doula and childbirth educator in the Mid-Ohio Valley with Ms. Sally Bird. What is physiological cord clamping and why should it be a part of every birth in every birth location? When a baby is inside, they are receiving their oxygen from their blood supply. So this comes from the mother's blood supply. It transmits through the placenta into the umbilical cord and into the baby where it is then filtered through the body and then and then pumped out of the umbilical cord back into the placenta and back into the mother's blood supply. So number one, it's obviously very important to have a very healthy blood supply as a mother, a very nourished and blood supply that is building, that is expanding. We want to see that expansion happening and that's something really important to watch for throughout prenatal care. Out of everything that's happening, Seeing that blood volume expansion is one of the most important things that we can look for, and that comes from really great nutrition and movement. So you might have the nutrition, but if you're not moving your body in an aligned and regular way, then you're not getting the nutrients to the parts of the body that you need to get them to, and that includes baby. So once the baby is born, they start to breathe. And this breathing process through their lungs, so they're starting to get oxygen from this breathing process, this doesn't happen instantly. It happens over minutes, hours, days even. And we have to really consider the role of the placenta and the blood supply, not only for just two minutes after birth, but for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, hours. And why are we making clamping the cord such a thing. It doesn't even have to be a thing. So once the baby comes earthside, we place the mom, the baby skin to skin on mom and mom's body is designed to increase blood flow to the chest breast region and help to warm the baby. So that connection builds oxytocin. The movement of the baby will help to make these subtle, very gentle, movements against the uterus that help the uterus to involute so to contract down to shrink down to help birth the placenta and then prevent postpartum hemorrhage so this whole process is not only beneficial for the baby it's also beneficial for the mother if we clamp the cord immediately which what which is what has happened for many many years and what happens still routinely and most births throughout the world is you clamp that cord immediately, not only is the baby now lacking their oxygen supply as they transition to breathing with their lungs, but now you have this placenta full of blood that prevents the uterus from contracting as efficiently and shrinking down and expelling the placenta and preventing hemorrhage. We know that postpartum hemorrhage is one of the biggest complications, although it doesn't happen all the time. We see it way too often. It is caused from malnourished mothers. It is caused from medications and it's caused from immediate cord clamping and even cord clamping that is not physiological. So let's define the difference between immediate, delayed and physiological cord clamping. Most definitions of delayed cord clamping are two minutes. So we wanna give the baby two minutes and then it's time to cut the cord because a lot of providers say, well, it's just easier that way. Or they say, well, it's going to increase the risks of jaundice, but that's not accurate. It does increase the bilirubin levels in the body. 
but not to a clinical level. And there's actually studies show, that show that bilirubin is an antioxidant and normal levels of bilirubin are beneficial for the baby. The baby also has all of those stem cells and stem cell research, stem cell banking, cord blood banking, all of that stuff is really popular these days because there's all this blood that's not going anywhere and baby might need those stem cells someday when they get sick. So not even going on why so many babies might need those stem cells beyond lacking them in birth. Like we want to give the baby their stem cells when they're born, when they're supposed to get them, which could possibly prevent them from needing them later on. Physiological cord clamping is when the placenta has finished doing its job. So currently that's what we're focusing on. We're going away from immediate cord clamping and delayed cord clamping to physiological cord clamping. This is when there is, if you feel the cord, there is no longer a pulse and it turns pretty white. So it goes from full and pumping to fairly white and limp. And it just pretty much looks useless. The most up-to-date research shows us that physiological cord clamping is the best approach. But really, we don't have a lot of information on lotus birth, leaving the cord completely intact until it dries on its own. And unfortunately, we just don't have the information to share. But I think it's important to remember that we're not ever going to know everything and we can make these very concrete statements of well physiological cord clamping is best and that's when we should cut it is when it's limp and white but there's still always that question of should we cut it at all um and that's that's a whole different topic so if the baby gets all of their blood up to a third of the baby's blood supply remains in the placenta when it's clamped early so either even delayed cord clamping is too fast for some. I've been at some births where part of the cord appears to be mostly limp and the other part of the cord appears to be very full and pumping and there's this slow transition of blood from the placenta to the baby. And we really have to consider all of those little factors that we can't see. We don't know they're happening just because we can't see them and we can't feel them. If we just do delayed cord clamping for some babies, even when there aren't other complications and other complications with the cord or the placenta, then that baby still could be losing a valuable part of their blood supply. The thing that is really unfortunate in many American hospitals is that if a baby needs to be resuscitated, the cord has to be clamped immediately because the resuscitation teams are not trained to provide bedside resuscitation. The tables are connected to a wall and that's where their oxygen supply is. And that, and that's not even going through all of these steps of let's just stimulate the baby first. So if you have a baby that's compromised at birth, which happens quite often in the hospital because of the way that birth is mostly managed in the hospital, even an unmedicated vaginal birth is very intervened with staff just doing a lot of stuff, the room kind of being chaotic, bright lights, it's all of this whole environment that is not conducive to the safety hormones of birth. And that affects mom in birth and immediately after the birth. So then you have providers that are pulling on the babies. Moms are not choosing their own position. Even when they are 
encouraged to be upright and active, they're really still encouraged to be in these positions that are more convenient for the birth team or safer for the baby so the baby doesn't fall on the floor. There's not very many births happening in the hospital where moms are on their hands and knees on the floor and birthing babies in positions that they are most comfortable. And that can cause a baby to have difficulty coming through the pelvis. And then that causes care providers to pull and twist and turn the baby, which makes it more difficult for the baby to transition to breathing once they're born. So there's a higher chance of the baby needing resuscitated after a birth that way. And that can happen at home too. It's not specific to location. It's just that there is one location that that happens more often. So we really want to think about what we know and what we don't know and what would be valuable as far as letting the baby get their oxygen, providing them with that oxygen supply while they transition and taking that transition as long as they need to and simply focusing on baby and mom bonding after birth, a very quiet, calm, dark environment to support the hormones of safety for birth for mom and baby and thinking about keeping that environment low-key and physiological as much as possible. So if you'd like more information about physiological cord clamping and keeping the birth safe, you can find me at asalibirth.com or Facebook, and we can help create a happy, healthy birth.